Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Just now, just now, Zhongguo. What? I have bing chili. You. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Pushing Buttons podcast. Uh, it's it's uh, <laughs> myself, Marks, and I just discovered bing chili. <laughs> I'm sorry. You have to say you have. Why? Why did you say you just discovered being chilling? Uh, okay. So we when we started off, uh, we gave each other a, a, a subtitle, if you will, and so and he gave me just discovered being chilling, which is true. I just discovered it this week, and you are. Yes, this is what you wrote for me. I. <laughs> I don't know this part of the big chili. I'll just say it again. So check it out. Don't go. Since I owe y'all being chili. That was really good. Do you want me to give the context or should you give the context here? Uh, so I don't know how to, how do I explain this? Like, so there's, there's this guy named John Cena. Yep. And apparently he speaks Mandarin. <laughs> Fluently. And he and he recorded this video that went viral. That is basically that that is pretty much what I just said. It's much longer. He has like this whole thing. It's about how he has ice cream and he likes ice cream. But he goes into talking about Fast and Furious 9 and about how it's a great movie and it doesn't really make any sense. And also um it just the way that he says ice cream in Mandarin sounds like being chillin'. <laughs> So it like it became a whole meme, and Marks didn't know about this meme. By the way, this was this went viral last year. And he didn't know about, I was about it. To say it's an old meme, it's an old one. <laughs> and I rediscovered it because he didn't know about it. But I also found this song. It's called "Bing Chillin' Into the Night." If you don't know what it is, please search it on YouTube. It's great. It's wonderful. Highly recommend it. And he's been telling Valorant lobbies to go listen to it. <laughs> Okay, here's the thing though. I only told, I only all chatted, search Bing Chillin' Into the Night because somebody else on the enemy team, I don't know who this person is, by the way, just like gave the first two lines of the script of the Bing Chillin' meme. And I was like, oh my God, this is, and this was yesterday, not like a while ago. Bing Chillin' is coming back, is what I'm hearing. (laughs) You are. You are witnessing it come back into fruition. It's back into the zeitgeist. It's a meme again. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a Cycling Esports podcast. If you couldn't have told by the first beginning, <laughs> I can't believe that you opened by yelling the lyrics to Big Killing and both of us <laughs> the titles as Big Killing. I like, we share one collective <laughs> being chilling brain cell. That's yeah. what I discovered. Yeah, I I thought about I have ice cream in my freezer too. I thought about grabbing it, but then I I realized I would have to put it back in the middle of the recording. Decided not to do that. Anyways, yeah, that was that was probably for it. But um, so this is going to be a pretty exciting episode. By the way, on this podcast, we talk about esports stuff, but also just kind of being in the esports production scene and just around things mostly related to Valorant. And speaking of Valorant, Eddie is departing. Yeah, I am. I'm leaving. Yeah. Would, so, you, would you like to tell the people why? 
Yeah, so I'm leaving, and next week, uh, in the following week, and the weeks afterwards, Marx is going to have a new host on the Pushing Buttons podcast because I won't be available to record because I will be away. Yes, you were away. I don't have to censor it anymore, do I? Because at this no, point, no, you don't it's have like... to censor it anymore. Also, oh, I was <laughs> I was just being difficult. I know exactly okay. what you were trying to get me to say. I am not going. <laughs> <laughs> just being Why difficult. Do you do this to me? <laughs> we're, we're working. We're working on a podcast together. Sorry. I know where I'm going with this. I do know where you're going with it, and I I actively chose to be difficult. But what Marx is trying to set me up for was I'm going to go to Brazil for VCT lock in the kickoff tournament for VCT 2023. I'm um. Not going as an observer. That's what a lot of people know me as. I'm going as a team handler for the Americas. I'm not going to say which team I'm going with, but I'm going as a team handler. This will be my first gig as a team handler. I'm really excited and nervous at the same time, and that's why I'm doing this weird arm thing. <laughs> Thank you. That That's for the audio listeners, honestly. Uh, but no, like, also, too, you were telling me about, like, what being a team handler kind of is, and... Have you, do you have any experience with like, I guess, like player management stuff before going into this tournament at all? Or is this going to be just like, all right, we know what we're doing. We're going to get in there and it's going to be great. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about what a team handler kind of does first, because I've told you a yeah. little bit about it. Other people might not know too much about it, but as a team handler, my responsibilities are basically to be the liaison between um, the game developer, Riot Games, and their whole crew putting the tournament together and the org or the team that I am going to be handling. <laughs> I don't know. Wow, it's like, like it's, it's just like, I know <laughs> it's a pretty self-explanatory, but also not. Um, so I'll like be taking a look at their schedules, making sure that they're on schedule, getting from place to place, communicating with um, Riot on where the team is at any given point, making sure that, um, when they're on stage, for example, they're also in the correct positions and, uh, taking care of some of their expensing for food and stuff. A lot of different things, basically just like, uh, just, uh, you know, I'm handling them. <laughs> yes, I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I am, I'm handling them. Like, I don't know. Yes. Like, yeah, that's what I'm doing. But, um, while this is my first gig as a team handler specifically and kind mm -hmm. of in player management. Um, the skills and responsibilities of a team handler aren't that different from working with, uh, I guess, high profile clients for events or working with talent, um, being a stage runner and stuff. It's very similar. And I've had years of experience in event operations and running around. So I'm used to the chaos. I'm used to making sure like things are running on schedule. I'm used to pivoting if things do get off schedule, which does happen frequently. Um, and does that, I feel like that answers the question. Yeah, this is just like, yeah, so. like yeah. yes, but no. Yes. No, maybe so. Yes, but no, um, because I, I haven't done this specific role, but I've done things that- Adjacent. Yes. Similar? Yes. That are similar, adjacent, a lot of transferable skills. It's like all the same things, uh, just not in the esports <laughs> context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you should have a good handle on uh, the team. I hate right? you. I hate you. <laughs> I was sitting on that one for so long. 
<laughs> but actually, I just got reminded of something because obviously you're going to be like, you know, making sure that the players are getting to the right spots at the right time and like making sure they're good. When I was doing a master's in Montreal um, on Friday morning, we would have a class and I would sit there and be like, damn, class is kind of dull. And so naturally, I would look outside the window and what I would see every Friday morning was a teacher with a, a super extended leash with a child, <laughs> like five, 10 children. Attached to the leash. One of the just like walk, the, the children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> yeah. there's a teacher like, in the front, what? and then it it's it's a long rope with handles attached to the side of it, right? And all of the kids yes. are holding it, so it's like yes. they're in a line, but they're attached to a rope. Yes. Yeah. Would you consider getting one for these players if they decide to wander off? Um, I have been told that once again, I'm not going to say the team that I have. I've yeah, yeah. been told that I have the golden retrievers of the VCT Americas. That's they're really good, be, actually. They're all going to be really good and good and yes. uh, good. <laughs> <laughs> One more time for the people at the back. What are they going to be? Really good. Ah, there we go. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying if the, if push comes to shove. Not the student leash, but the Valorant esports player leash could be enforced. I'm on Actually, board. that would be really funny for socials content. Whoever is going to use this idea, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking for any marketing ideas, you know where to find us. Uh, that's not bad. But okay, no, um, this is super exciting. This is going to be the first like tier one event that you've ever worked right yes yeah correct so like obviously like when you started out doing the valorant thing you know observing originally and we kind of talked about how you got started in this whole production world but like was this ever something that you were like one day i will be at the tier one top tournaments and seeing things and working for people Did, was that ever like even on the radar at the beginning why would it have been on the radar in the beginning <laughs> Well, Some I guess come in with that yeah, dream. <laughs> that is true. A lot of people do come in with that dream, but for me, no, because you know, I was starting out in just community events because I was a community member, just an enjoyer of Valorant, and I didn't really think that far. Um, I just wanted to do things that were fun, and. Yeah. Doing things that were fun combined with, I think, being in the right place at the right time alongside um, my career prior to coming into esports, all of the skills and uh, experiences that I've had beforehand. Mm -hmm. All of that just led to this by chance. Even, I think, like, even, like right before... I was reached out to it too. I didn't even think in this process. I've um, have been the process of me being reached out to about it to actually going to the tournament. By the way, was uh, I think maybe three months, three or four months. So prior to having that conversation, I didn't actually think that. I would get here so soon. I thought it was still going to be maybe another two years before I would be able to work a tier one international event, especially the one one to a scale like lock in. There's 32 teams from all from all over the world coming in. I'm just like, I 
I roasted you for saying this before about NSG Summer Champs. Do you remember what you said? You've roasted me for a lot of things that I have said, so you're going to have to be oh, a lot okay. more specific. Um, <laughs> I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> I'm just, you I'm really... You about that, yeah. I did roast you about that. Also, I apologize for all of the things I've roasted you about, almost all the things I've roasted you about. Some of them you deserved, but that's not what we're here to talk about. Positivity, we'll talk, love We'll that. talk about the happy to be here thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I am just happy to be here i am surprised that i got to this point so early in you know being in the esports industry and um it was never i guess never really a goal because i didn't see it as something attainable i was just trying to work in esports like like transition into working in esports and this just a lot of good things happened yeah and can I ask you to like recall like well when the moment you realize that like oh like this is happening I'm actually going to be going what was that like for you because like you said it wasn't initially like a goal or anything was it a nice easy transition to like cool I'm going into Brazil was it like oh my god it's happening like what was that kind of like um I almost didn't take it oh <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I almost didn't take it. I um, yeah. I had the offer sent to me, or I guess, yeah, it was. We'll say like the offer was sent to me. They they had told me we'd like to have you on for the team for this, and yeah. I said, okay, when is the latest I can know you by? I can tell you by. Um, yeah. Instead of saying yes, I would love to right away and stuff, right? And that is because I do have a full time job. I have other commitments in life, and also yeah. the time frame for this tournament is really long. Like mm. I'm, I, I could be there for two weeks. I could also be there for up to four weeks. So in my packing and my planning, I am, I am planning for four weeks. It's a lot of time. And if I happen yeah. to be sent home earlier than that because the team gets knocked out, then um, what happens happens, right? But it's a long time to be away from home. It's a long time to take time off from work for my full-time job. Um, and I had to check in with my team. And you know what's funny enough? The team that I had when I got this offer at Community Gaming um, is no longer my team now. Like my colleague who said, my team lead who said, hey, you should go. You should definitely go. Don't say yeah. no to this. Just just go. We'll figure it out. He's not my yeah. team lead anymore. He he um, moved to another, like he's focusing yeah. on other things now. By the way, it was, uh, <laughs> he won't get mad at me for saying it. It was Ben from yep. GLG, Great Lakes Gaming. Yep. Um, we used to be coworkers. He used to be my team lead. And he said, yeah, go. And our boss the next person up is still at community gaming but in a different role now so now i have a new boss and new boss came in and didn't have a choice except (laughs) to be told he's going yeah yeah, except to be told hey annie already has pto for a month sorry (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah but checking you know that process of checking with my teammates and um deciding what I wanted to do with like, you know, the apartment while I was gone. Is somebody going to take my room and like sublease it? Like there's a lot of logistical things that I had to take into consideration before saying, yes, I would love to come to Brazil and be a part of your team. 
Um, and once I went through that checklist of everything, like, okay, I've checked it out yep. with everybody. I can finally take it. You do like your it. checklists. I, I do. I have a checklist right here. I have my sticky <laughs> note. I have another checklist from yesterday, too. I, yeah. <laughs> um, this is so on brand. <laughs> after I got my checklist done and stuff, yeah. and, I, and I told them, I emailed, and I said, I would love to be a part of this team um, and go to Brazil. I was like, holy heck, I'm going to Brazil. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And uh, then I got to be really excited, you know, like, woo, yeah, I'm going to Brazil. This is my first tournament, tier one tournament that I'm traveling internationally for. <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm flailing my arms around, by the way. It looks very... like synchronized swimming. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, anyways, I, I didn't, anyways, I didn't get as excited about, um, this opportunity as I feel a lot of other people would have. I kept it very mm. low key. And even talking to my friends, IRL about it, I'll like now I'll say, Oh, I'm going on a business trip um mm. next week. Uh can I drop something off at your house because I like have something for you? Or in casual conversations, <clears throat> they're they'll ask me, Oh, where are you going? Are you going down to LA again? And I'll be like, No, I'm going to Brazil. And I got yelled at by my friend, one of my best friends, because mm. she's like you're going to Brazil and you didn't tell anybody like you, you've just been telling us you're going on a business trip. Normally, like we just assumed you were going to California because that's where you normally go. And I was yep. like, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it's like it's for work. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I, I think that's um something that esports has. One of the ways that I view esports, I guess, is with less of a, this is so exciting, like, yay, woo, esports, so wow, esports kind of mood. Yep. Um, <laughs> and more of, you know, this is this is really exciting and fun, but this is also my work. So yes. yeah. I'm really excited to go on an international trip, but it's also for work. So I feel like I can only be excited to a certain extent. Yeah. Honestly, I, I like that mentality that you're bringing into it because I think that like, while yes, it is really cool that you are going to a tier one tournament at the same time, you need to make sure that, you know, the first priority of what you were doing there is your job. You're not, mm -hmm. because if you mess that up, then it's all downhill from there, yeah. but it, it is really easy to get kind of swept up in the like, Oh my God, Brazil tournament. Oh my God, I'm working for it. And like, uh, it is really good to hear that you're like, okay, yes, but also it is still work and I need to make sure that I'm focused on it. So you know, you're gonna you're gonna handle that team great. Is what I'm, I'm gonna hearing. handle the team. I have flashcards to learn like their real person name to their to their <laughs> gamer tag too. Because I, I realized like yeah. I don't I don't know your real names, but I don't want to like run around calling them by their gamer tag unless they want me to. I will, but I feel like that's a little weird. So. Which, by the way, uh, let me know in advance if you would like to be called by your gamer tag or your real name if we ever meet IRL. You know, it's weird because I've had, I, I met somebody at T-Bow that introduced themselves to me, I think like by their name, like their real yeah. person name. And I was like, oh yeah, hi, it's nice to meet you. And they were like, my gamer, they paused for a bit and they're like, my gamer tag is this. And I was like, oh shit, uh, hi, yeah. it's nice to meet you. <laughs> I know yep, who you yep, are. Yep. 
It's really a lot awkward. Of about meeting IRL. <laughs> one of the one of the fun nuances of working in esports is that you get to know people by two names. Okay, so um, you know, like now that you are going to this like top tier tournament and stuff like that, I thought it would be kind of cool to poke your brain a little bit to try and take in just how much like Valorant has impacted your life because um obviously like we when you started doing production and stuff like that like you said it wasn't just like oh yes top tier tournament i'm going for it it's it's more of like a i enjoy this thing i enjoy this community i kind of want to do it did you ever expect esports to just take over every part of your life (laughs) no absolutely not not even a single bit i mean when i when i started observing it wasn't even for esports. It was for community in-houses, like for 10-mans. So yeah. doing tournaments wasn't on my mind until somebody asked me, hey, do you want to observe for this tournament? And I said, okay, sounds fun. And then I did it, and it was really fun. And then I started branching out into other things too, right? I started doing like work as a producer as a tech producer and then I took my other skills like in marketing and in event operations and I got to do a bunch of other things in esports too and I'm like doing this team handler gig now and it's it's just expanded into a lot but once again like it just all happened I never planned for it to get this way it was like never the goal and It's just, it's strange how life Mm. takes you into loops and circles like this because it really was just a game that I enjoyed and then just things just, things just happened. And it was at a good point, honestly, too, because I was trying to get out of my, uh, I wasn't trying to leave my nonprofit job. I was trying to leave the nonprofit industry because that's where I was at the time. And I was, I felt like I've, done enough nonprofit the past few years to like just move into a new thing now yeah yeah and i i do want to correct a little bit it's one of the things that you said where it just it just happened uh, i think it's a better explanation that like things happened over time like you were like adding a little piece in and then eventually it just kind of like eclipsed am i describing that correctly because when you say like it just happened it sounds like and then Boom! Any food take over the world in esports. Well, okay, yeah, it did. Like okay, fair. That that is a fair point. It did not just happen overnight. It happened yes. <laughs> over time, but it still happened in a very rapid manner compared to all of the other things in my life, right? I think to what the average person might experience too. Like, for example, you are in high school and you're doing different career explorations, and you find out like, oh, doing scientific research seems really cool. I want to do plant research. I want to work with GMOs and stuff. And you learn more and you might go to college and you might um, slowly work your way towards that position as a researcher for GMOs. Um, that where the uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. But <laughs> I was about to say this is a good path for botany if you're into that. <laughs> um <laughs> Things like that can happen over, like you can just like discover this new thing and decide, oh, I want to do this. And it's like, it feels like really quick, like overnight, but you still have to work towards it. For me, it was also, I discovered this new thing and I I worked towards it, but it didn't take me years to achieve. Um, 
it took me a year <laughs> to achieve <laughs> or He's less than a year fastest growing industry uh, that's what they'll tell you <laughs> that's that is what they'll tell yes fastest growing industry whether that is true i will not yeah. make a statement on um yes. but <laughs> it, it did only take me a few months to make that switch which was much faster than i had anticipated it for for it to be because once i started observing and uh really enjoying observing for tournaments i had decided i want to use observing as um, you know, a way to get additional pocket money um, and to make new connections in esports, which I achieved both of those things. I networked yeah. and I got extra money. Yeah. Um, but those, I, I didn't think those connections, having those connections would result in being able to do things like, um, go to VCT lock-in or to get yeah. my full-time position at Community Gaming. I didn't expect for it to move so quickly. I thought yeah. like where I am right now working full-time in esports and being able to do um, large tier one international tournaments would take me another two years to get here. It all happened very fast, and I don't know that this is the average pathway for someone in this industry, but I am very proud of where I got in the short amount of time that I've been around. Yeah, and like I, I mean, like even speaking from my own perspective, like when I started doing esportsy type of stuff, um, you know, it, it. I was in a very similar camp to what you were thinking you were doing where it was just like oh like this is fun um sure like i thought it would have been cool to at some point in my career be able to make it up to like a tier two event but i was like yeah good luck with that one buddy we'll see you in like six years or something like that because you know it's you you start from a very like okay this is something that i enjoy doing and i just want to keep on doing it and i guess like obviously like my path is, is very different than yours because you now full-time work in esports um it for me it was just like it was interesting to see just like as i got like more and more and more and more how much of my life was just kind of being taken over by esports that kind of sounds like a negative connotation i don't mean it to come off as like a negative connotation but it's kind of like before you know i had to think about like okay if i'm working here okay like I got like 20% of my energy I can invest into esports because like, yeah, it's just, I'm just doing community tournaments. Whenever I'm free, I can hop in and it'll be great. But then like as I started to get more and more and more and more, then it started to take up a lot more of my time. It took up a lot more of my attention and just energy as well. Just trying to get somewhere and, you know, because I enjoy doing it, pushing it to be a little bit more. And so while I don't think that like I have flown over and immersed myself in the esports dunk tank kind of like uh <laughs> it's got to happen for you um <laughs> it's a weird analogy but me. okay <laughs> but it, it it's kind of funny because like you don't expect just how much you were going to get into things and it just kind of happened um like one thing after another you know you accept this thing or you accept this thing and then mm -hmm. you invest more time into it until the next thing you know it's like this is a big part of my life for you an even bigger part of your life <laughs> yeah 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 uh yeah. yeah sorry i'm just 
I'm thinking because, (laughs) I mean, it's a big part of my life because it's my work, right? And I've said this a bit earlier. I am really excited and grateful and really happy doing all of these things. But at the end of the day, it's it's work. Yeah. So I I don't know. (laughs) But I'm also going to challenge that because there are times when we are talking uh, just like off recordings or off streams or whatever. And you're... (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. We're business partners. We don't (laughs) talk outside of business stuff. Dang, you just get you get a tier one tournament and suddenly I'm just a business partner. This is how it goes, huh? This is how it goes. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm is. kidding. I'm sorry. Okay. You've moved on. It's fair. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what? Just get better. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Oh, and anyways, that is tonight. why I will not be on the next episode of Pushing Buttons podcast. Marks will bringing, be bringing on a new co-host. <laughs> that, that sounds so bad for anybody I'm who has gonna... the now because you're just saying that you were above us. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Disclaimer. Disclaimer, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Okay, I'm sorry. I was interrupting you. I was being difficult again. That's the real reason why I'm going to be gone. It's because he's tired of me. I've done nothing but be difficult this entire time. Well, I won't deny that, but no. <laughs> what I was going to say is we've joked about how, uh, what do you call it, like, before esports, you know, like, what your life was like. Uh, and you would tell me, like, oh, yeah, like, some of the people we would have. What, what were some of the stuff that you guys used to do? Okay, so uh, this was pre-pandemic. This was like pre-esports Annie. Okay. Yeah. yeah. In my, I'm not going to say how old I am, but. Um, <laughs> what was that dramatic sigh? <laughs> in, in my early 20s. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I went to the office. Yes. Wow. Crazy. And in the mornings, part of yeah. my routine, Starbucks cold brew specifically during the fall pumpkin cream cold brew i am not sponsored by starbucks i just love that drink that much and mark's knows and i told him to get i tell everybody to get it there was a point when i was streaming and i actually had a community um everybody knew that i love the pumpkin cream cold brew and they all went to get it too and they were all like oh my god and i still to this day have some of my community members message me on instagram photos of their pumpkin cream cold brew in the fall but this is not about pumpkin cream cold brew. This is it's about. An <laughs> Sorry, this... continue. Please try that drink when it comes back in the fall. I promise you'll love it. Um, pumpkin cream cold brew. I also like. There's an app. We're also not sponsored by CoStar, but there's an app called <laughs> CoStar where you can put in your your birthday and your time of birth and it will give you your astrology chart and you can add other people as friends and you can see like your compatibility with them and everything and every single day CoStar will send you if you opt in um send you a notification that will tell you a little bit about what your day is like which by the way I don't know if it's still like this because I don't have CoStar notifications on anymore but they used to be really I got roasted by this app every single day (laughs) like it would send something like my daily inspiration quotes would be like oh don't be alone today 
surround yourself with positive individuals. And it's like, why is, why are you sending it to me today specifically? Are you trying to say that I have no friends or something? Or it would be like, you need to be more honest with yourself is another one. And I was <laughs> like, what does this mean? <laughs> Excuse me? You wake up in the morning, first thing you look at, you need to be more honest with yourself. <laughs> no, today. real. Actually, uh, and I, I did this with all of my coworkers too. We also had a, yeah. um, a bachelor bracket at the office. Um, what else did we do? Oh, yeah, we had happy hours. And, you know, we did we did board games at these happy hours. And stuff. Did you do like charcuterie boards with like wine and cheese? Um, I do that now. And I did that before too. So, yeah. What I was trying to get at, though, was like, I feel like that lifestyle, if you will excuse my language, that basic lifestyle that you kind of subscribed to before. I'm so sorry. I used to be a basic bitch. Okay. I know what you're getting at here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. Listen, once a basic bitch, always a basic bitch. I still do all of those things, just in a different context. Really? I still do charcuterie boards with my friends. I still You still have a bachelor go to bracket? Start, oh, no, we don't have a bachelor bracket at community yeah, okay. gaming. That's- Not that I know of. If any of my coworkers are listening to this, why haven't you invited me to your bachelor bracket? To all of the coworkers listening to this, I'm so sorry <laughs> that you are now going to have to make a bachelor bracket for Andy. But... <laughs> oh, Can I... What? I'm sorry. I have a distracting thought that I think I would like to talk about on the podcast. Sure. This is not yes. related to esports. It's it okay. could be. Do you know about Milf Manor? No, I do you don't. Know about the, oh, you I do, do know, know about, about Milf Manor. I saw a commercial for it. Okay, like, this so, like a good idea. Okay, we're not sponsored by Milf Manor, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we're not sponsored we make, at all. Should we make a pushing buttons podcast <laughs> Milf Manor bracket? No, I really I don't want to watch this show. Okay. okay. If we make a bracket, I have to watch the show. So Milk Manor is a is a problematic show. All right. <laughs> That's one way to describe it. It's a dating show that features a bunch of MILFs. I'm not gonna say what MILFs stand if you don't know what MILF stands for, you can Google that yourself. Yeah. But um <laughs> basically all these cougars, these older women, are sent to this manor in Mexico to find love, right? And then I don't know what the uh the equivalent of a MILF dated like the guy, the younger guy. I don't know what they're called, but they like have, they also have these younger guys that come to the manor too. And that's their dating pool. But the twist is the guys are, I'm sorry, I'm laughing because this is supposed to be an esports podcast. No, no, I want the, guys, the, twist, <laughs> the guys are all their sons. So all of the MILFs are women who have had a son and like their son comes to the manor and are part of the dating pool. So the so, so so milfs are dating each other's sons. Well, hopefully. I mean, I, I guess that's the point of the show, but. <laughs> it's weird. Anyways, it's uh, we weird. Were, the, the Bachelor came up and I started thinking about trash <laughs> TV and, and yeah. Milf Manor has been a conversation point for a lot of my friend groups recently. <laughs> uh, and yeah, now esports themed podcast. That's yeah. what we are. Yeah, milf manor segments. We should make that. A, we should make that a recurring segment on our show. Mil- milf manor recap. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm gonna veto that. Back oh, to man. your regularly scheduled. <laughs> Back to your, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but what I was trying to say was just like 
it, it is kind of crazy just even thinking about like my life as well because quite frankly before i really got into esports like i was always kind of into video games but i never really like considered it to be a large part of my life just outside of like casually playing with friends and now it's like technically with esports it's like oh my goodness this is a big part of it and just kind of like there are times where like i look back to like when i was a student um not not basic not a basic offers worker like you but when i was just a basic student um and it was just like it's so different and it, it is crazy to see even me who like you know esports is not my into my entire life um how much it's kind of like changed my life individually mm -hmm. so In yeah ways? i don't know just like in first of all i think like um there is a little what's the best way to describe this there is a little bit of like pride but also self-confidence that comes from doing this and i don't mean in a like aha look at me i am better than you little plebs or anything like that um <laughs> Like, is that how you speak to uh, your friends? <laughs> yes, exactly. No, but it's just like, it was something just for me. And to be, to have that for myself was a very like, oh, like, this is a really nice thing that I can be proud that I am doing this in. And it helps my own self-confidence because mm -hmm. I think like, especially too, in just the traditional working route that I went, right? Like you get into the office job and then a lot of my friends are just like, well, you know, you work and then you just like hang out with your buddies afterwards. You join a mm -hmm. bunch of intramural leagues. Uh, Watch you, Milf you know, Mansion? You ha you ha <laughs> Milf Manor, I thought, not Milf yeah. Mansion. <laughs> yeah. I, I screwed up, but we didn't need to call that out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> listen, we don't we don't screw up when it comes to Milf Manor. Um, but it, it, like that is <laughs> that is their life. Like it's just like it's the work and then it's the play. But this is something that is different, and I take a lot of pride into that because I pursued something that was a little bit different. And like first of all, like look at where it's got me. But at the same time, like it's a fun conversation topic mm -hmm. um, to just have for myself because you know. I mean, if you if you are a working adult, you're going to relate to this. You can only talk about the weather so often before you're like, every time we talk, we're just talking about the weather. <laughs> uh, it depends. I mean, I I don't know. People in Seattle love talking about the weather, and it's weird because the weather is the same all the time. It's always overcast. Why do we keep talking about the weather? But um, yeah, I I agree. The yeah. the same topic, and you um. You only run through basic, like surface level conversation points so much until you're until you decide. I don't. I'm not sure if I really enjoy talking to this person. I'm running out of things to talk about. This is the furthest we can go. But yeah, yeah, and even just like being a part of the esports scene and stuff like that, right? Like it's just like after work, you know, not talking to my coworkers anymore. A lot of my friends joke about like, haha, it's so hard to make friends outside of work now and <laughs> half the time i'm like is this a cry for help i don't know but <laughs> you know it's like whereas like you know when i'm done working or whatever i can just like hop online with production people or whatever you know people i've met through the community and it's just like oh okay like you just like chat with people and it's like you know that there's mm -hmm. always you've expanded your social network and community in that way yeah. and it like I would be lying even though I work that normie lifestyle all the time. But like esports is a huge part of my life. Um, mm -hmm. And I never expected it to ever be this 
big a portion of my life as it is. Why are you just smiling? I said something and then you were holding in a laugh earlier and I'm like, should I call it out? I don't know. I'll finish my point and then I'll call it out. I'm just, I'm, I'm laughing at the thought at, I'm reminiscing on who you used to be around this time last year because the person (laughs) that, the person, which about a year ago is when we actually started becoming friends and having conversations. Um, Mm. This was also when (laughs) Mark started sending me dentist photos. Um, That's how I would say that was the turning point in our friendship is when you started sending me (laughs) photos of yourself at the dentist. You you call you just called the end. You're like, bro, don't you have a job? Why are you on Twitter all the time? And so I sent you a photo of the dentist because I was at the dentist because I took the day off to go to the dentist. Yeah. Like, anyways. Yes. Um, I was doing myself a concern. I was like, how is he doing this? But like now, I'm the one that's addicted to Twitter. Plot twist. But no, I, I feel like the the person that you were a year ago, the marks that I met um was just kind of floating by you were just kind of okay with this being like a hobby this is something that i did like casting is something that i do when it it just happens like when i see a community yeah. tournament that i do you were still doing a lot of free gigs at the time yeah and um it's just it is really amazing to see how you've changed at a, a person in the short amount of time that i've known you oh that's that's that is a i'm thinking back and like yeah you're right um mm-hmm. it wasn't like i i don't think that i took it seriously either probably until about the summertime of last year which is like it's so wild to just think like during that point in time and because esports is the fastest growing industry out there uh like how crazy i guess my own trajectory kind of flew by just in like half a year's time uh to be completely honest with you so wow that, that's kind of whoa <laughs> that's like, oh no i've sent him like, into like an existential <laughs> crisis <laughs> mid recording right now <laughs> I, need to, I need to do some self-reflection do you have co-star no. installed um i did at one point because some of my friends at my master's program, it, it was very, mm. I wasn't kidding when I said I was kind of a basic student as well. Like, you know, like, uh, oh, let's study at cafes. Let's get like, you know, like, ooh, all that type of stuff. Yeah. I also too did a bunch of like charcuterie boards and like wine and cheese pairings and shit like that. I thought you were going to say something else. What? Had a bachelor bracket? No, I thought you were going to say, I don't know. I drank a lot. And like, I, I think it's because I was about to ask you, did you also do a lot of like, did you have bars around your university that did like, um, Okay, well, for me, uh, yeah. people can find out what university I went to if they searched. But um, yeah. there's a bar next to my university that does something called Wells Wednesdays. And so they do like $1, $2 well drinks, like very mm. cheap alcohol. And I was going to, and that was like, a, that was the thing to do if you were a basic student. So I was going to ask, like, did you do that kind of stuff? You don't have to. <laughs> oh, no, you look guilty. You don't have to answer that. We could move on. Anyway, I'll give a brief answer. This is my undergrad, not my master's. Very important differentiation. Um, Holy when shit, I did you my have master's, a master's, how old are you? Can you? You didn't. <laughs> why are you doing? I am twenty-seven. I am okay saying that, <laughs> but that's irrelevant to this. Holy um, shit, you're old. Yeah, I'm okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm <laughs> acting. I knew. I know you know. Um, 
there was a different place to go every single weekday of the week and then also to the weekend. So if you wanted a drink special to like get cheap beer or cheap like mixers or stuff like that, uh, you knew which bar to go to depending on what day of the week it was. And Damn. I partook because I lived really close to the bars. Um, yeah. At first I did. And then I weaned off of it because I started taking educational. You weaned off of it? That's yeah, the word you're going it. to use? Yeah, what's wrong with that word? I don't know. I feel like that's what pe- that's the word people use when like you you wean a baby off of their mother's milk. You sound like you're a recovering <laughs> alcoholic or something. Yeah, I was about to say that's not a good analogy in this case. But yes, I did live the basic student life of style a little bit as well. I, you know, I'm learning so much about you today. Are you? I feel like you do have this stuff already. <laughs> I, I wasn't... You just I forgot just, it. As we've established... You're no. No. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. We're not bringing that up again. But, okay. I know this is a very, like, hard thing to kind of conceptualize as well. But, like, moving forwards, right? I mean, you look at Valorant. The esports scene is exploding. This year, they're whole, making a whole bunch of different things uh, just to kind of promote it. And you've got so many... I'm going to be honest with you. I even struggle sometimes to understand what the differences in all the leagues are going on, but there's just so much happening here. Like, where do you think your life with, I guess, like esports or Valorant in general, like, where is it going to go into the future? Do you have any inclination at all? It's a great question. I I know. No. Okay. <laughs> I do not. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I yeah, because uh, I told you. Um, <laughs> that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> the question, I'm like, I'm, I'm sure this is how it's going to go, but it's worth it's worth talking about. Yeah, well, I mean, for, for Valorant specifically, this is the first year of franchising, right? Yeah. This is the first, this is, and Valorant itself is a very new esport too, in comparison to, you know, CSGO, in comparison to basically literally anything else. So, um, we're going to see how that goes. You know, mm-hmm. I don't have my bets placed on anything, but I mean, I, I am just going to have to change with how the scene changes. Right. So thinking about how am I going to grow with esports? It's just kind of when I get there, I will figure it out. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to go do I'm going to do my thing for this upcoming tournament. I'm going to go do my thing to finish out the first quarter of 2023 and as we get closer to quarter 2, I'm going to figure out quarter 2 and then we just we just keep trudging forward, okay? Like we're also I know a lot of people are um concerned about layoffs like to just you know, get serious and real here. Layoffs, a recession, uh, sponsors pulling out of tournaments and esports because there's just not money there. Um, we don't know what it's going to look like. This might be a very slow year for esports. It might pick back up in the fall. We don't know yet. We'll just have to figure it out as the further we go. And I've always considered one of my own strengths um, to be a very adaptable person. So, I mean, I've already been thinking about what happens if I uh, if I don't get a lot of freelancer work. Well, I'm going to I had already made the decision last year, late last year, that I wanted to focus a lot into my full time work and develop my skills as a marketing professional. So that was already on my uh, docket of 
things to do. And I also had thought about, you know, getting back into volunteer work and doing more grassroots community events, the smaller events that we talked about in a previous episode. Um, so even if things are not blooming, I'm still going to be involved in esports somehow. Just don't know what that looks like yet. We'll figure it out when we get there. Yeah, and that's honestly a really good answer. Um, for myself, I think pretty much along the same lines. I don't know where esports is going to go. And, you know, I, I think that, you know, bringing up the bigger picture type of stuff is actually very important. I think when you're it, like, don't get me wrong, it's always good to have goals, always good to have dreams as to like, um, you know, aspirations to work towards because that kind of keeps you motivated, right? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, especially with how fast things change in esports, being realistic about things is going to be the biggest thing in order to if like keep yourself in esports, but not like losing your mind over things because fastest growing industry, but also <laughs> <laughs> like, I think that also speaks just to the nature of how things can just kind of happen. And when they do just happen, it's like, and there you go. That's how that wrapped up. And you're like, okay, well, I guess that's kind of it. What do I do now? And so you know, breaking it down into a little bit more kind of like what you said, thinking about like what's next for me, but also to being realistic about, you know, as things kind of change, because I mean, for myself, right, like with a lot of how the industry currently looks right now, it could look completely different later on down the line. But I have to understand that, like, you know, if I'm expecting to be paid top tier caster all the time, I'm probably just not going to get work. And if that's the case, it's like, oh, well, you know, I need to be able to make sure that I'm being realistic with like what's going on in the scene, what level of involvement I want to be doing, and then make sure that I am adapting so that I'm still getting um, what I want out of esports in addition to continuing to be in all of it. So mm -hmm. adapt adaptability and realism. That's kind of the two key points that I wanted to pull away from this question in the first place, which is why I <laughs> asked it. And even when you gave your answer, I'm like, I'm pretty sure we're going to get into this discussion. So I'm very happy with where we ended. <laughs> okay. I'm glad I have fulfilled his expectations for once in my life. Everybody what? cheer for me. <laughs> what? Excuse I am me. not a disappointment. <laughs> this makes me sound like a bad parent or something. <laughs> Well, uh, no, it's it's because I was being fairly difficult for the first two thirds of this recording. So I'm glad that I could end uh, with where you were hoping for it to go. Yes. And with that, then I think that pretty much brings us to the end of this episode. Um, man, we're going to be gone. What are we going to do? What am I going to do? Panic? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to panic. Just, like, do what you normally do. I don't know. What does that even mean? <laughs> do what I normally do. Do what you normally do. I don't know. You'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. Just wow. don't. Thanks for the words of encouragement. Just don't use MS Paint for the overlays, please. Don't I thought you were going to tell it. me not to record at 3 a.m. Like you did. No, I'm I'm a little concerned. I just uh just don't do it. I saw he gave me a mock up of <laughs> of the new overlay that yeah. he wants to use. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, don't use that. What's wrong with that? 
You can post it on you, you can post it on socials. Don't actually use it on the video. <laughs> Please. I think it'd be really funny though. No. Oh man. Well, we will miss you here on pushing buttons. Um hang on. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Ah, order. I'm falling to pieces. I'm so nervous because you're going to be gone after this and I'm going to be like, what do I do? But um, yes, we will miss you here on the Pushing Buttons podcast. Do you have any final thoughts for us? Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I forgot my normal line. <laughs> I, I'm falling apart. so well. What an exit! <laughs> I'm falling apart. Um, my name is Annie Pooh, and I am no longer LFT. This is so sad. You're not even going to explain what LFT stands for anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. I'm no longer LFT. Oh and man. Maybe, maybe somebody else will be LFT for you in the future. There you go. Well, you're only going to be gone for two episodes. <laughs> Let's stop trying to get up a little <laughs> too much. That <laughs> just is flare dramatic. But yeah, uh, because Eddie's going to be away in Brazil, then uh, we're going to have some other stuff planned for the next couple of weeks. You're just going to have to strap in and see where we go with things. Or I guess where I go with things. Am I going to use MS Paint for the overlays? It's entirely possible. Eddie can't say no to that because you're going to be in Brazil. I have all the power now, but um, that is going to do it for this episode of the Pushing Buttons podcast. If you enjoyed, like, subscribe, follow all of that podcasting type of stuff. If you leave us a review on the podcasting platform, that also helps out quite a bit. I just remembered that I had homework when Annie went to Brazil to build community on Twitter. I don't know what I'm going to do for that. We're going to figure that out as well. I don't like all of the control that I am getting, and I am terrified right now as well. But we'll figure that out. So make sure to follow us on Twitter at PushButtonsPod. Um, that is the Twitter handle there. And also too, you can keep up with, uh, the journey, I guess, of me. And then also Annie Poo in Brazil. Yeah. What's up? I, I do have a different thought. What is your different thought? I had a guest appearance on another podcast that I forgot to mention. You should mention that. <laughs> I had a guest appearance on they play games podcast i'm pretty sure the handle is at they play games on twitter it is a space for non-binary and gender non-conforming individuals to talk about um how they exist in the space and the different um different uh different different things just go listen to it <laughs> you're, you're so close <laughs> you're so close uh, i'll make sure to include all of that in the description uh on all of the different platforms and stuff like that so yeah go check them out on twitter because uh you have a guest appearance and so even though annie is departing the pushing buttons podcast for two weeks um two episodes i just realized that we released bi-weekly again um you can go <laughs> catch a little bit of Annie content on that side so that just about does it thanks so much for tuning in my name is marks that was annie poo soon to be not annie poo sadness and uh but i'm still gonna be annie poo <laughs> Well, not on the Pushing Buttons podcast. Okay, anyways, bye. <laughs> okay, bye, everyone. Catch you next time.